Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. And welcome back to the show. Today is Tuesday, July 30th. And it's been a couple of days since we've spoken to each other or since you've listened to me speak. (laughs) Ramble on about whatever it is I'm rambling on about. I have done a few guest spots on some shows um, in the interim, but it's July, uh, and in Canada, uh, we get you know one or two good months of great weather, um, and one or two good months of, of, of the ability to spend time with, the, with your kids, with your nieces, with your nephews, uh, anyone that resembles <laughs> youth and joy and kind of what it's all about, kind of the, the, the thing that we lost as we grew. You know, we've been trying to live up to some expectation of what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, Who put that expectation there? Who put those limitations there? Who put that stuff there? Who took away from us the ability to have fun? Do you guys remember between, I don't know, like say say grade 7, grade 7 and grade 8. Right, you're you're right in the middle of your school career, and 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 you're old enough to know what you're doing, yet young enough to be absolutely amazed by all of it. Do you remember how long those summers were? Do you remember how some summers people would come back? You'd come back and you'd see your friends, and they'd be totally different people. <laughs> it's like people could become anything they wanted over the course of July and August, and lifetimes lifetimes took place in the course of the summer months and something happened along the way something happened to us where we we lost that whether you're working corporate whether you're working for yourself whether you're whatever it is you're doing i mean i hope that some of us out there i hope that some of us can can say you know i'm still mesmerized by all this stuff but i think that i think that we get jaded i think that anyone that watches too much television or or anyone that experiences too much sensory overload can can really burn themselves out to the point where nothing's really amazing. I mean, we set ourselves some goals. We set ourselves some challenges. We try to achieve and acquire things that we, you know, we think we want. But where does that really leave us ultimately? I mean, sure, it's nice to have a house and it's nice to have this and it's nice to have that. And yes, we have to do work and yes, we have to grow up. And yes, all of that is is part of the game, (laughs) but that's kind of just what it is. I mean, it's a game. It's a game that we're all playing. It's a belief system that we all come to, especially in North America. Uh, I mean, the stories that they tell us and the stories that we've been told and the stories that we do believe with regards to everything are stories that form our opinions of I guess what we should be, I guess what we want to be, uh, and we accept certain things and we dismiss other things. And the things that we accept and the things that we dismiss basically form who we become. 
who we like in any specific sport, what style of clothes we like, what style of sunglasses we have. These are all choices. These are all choices given to us, but based on a few choices. You know, we've seen 10 things and we accepted two of them and dismissed dismissed eight of them. But that then becomes our reality. And I say this and I'm kind of dragging this on. I mean, it's been a while since I've since I've casted, so I'm kind of happy to be back. I'm kind of happy to be talking. I don't even know who's listening right now. <laughs> but if you are and if you are relating to this, I hope it's great. You know, I hope I hope you have the ability to adapt and to change and to grow and to learn and to forgive and to overcome and to be prepared for everything. So kind of where I'm going with this is when we were young, we had these magical summers where we would be out on our bikes and we would find our friends because there'd be a pile of bikes somewhere and we'd have to then drop our bike off and go down to the ravine. These things, these things happened to me. I could only assume that they happen to some of you as well. I could only assume that that anyone growing up in the 80s hurt themselves, drank from hoses, skinned their knees, lived a life, came home when the lights came on. You know, we look now, and I'm not even talking about this, this generation of kids, this younger generation. I'm talking about what we're doing now. And what, and how did it happen? How did it happen so fast that, you know, we're sitting in our late 30s, early 40s now. Anyone, again, growing up in the 80s. I should say your 30s to 40s, regardless of what time you grew up in the 80s. I don't know. Decades. Everybody's being specific. Look at that. I'm already overcorrecting myself as to not offend. So even if you care to offend or not offend, the fact that one can second guess oneself uh, dictates that we've been trained to be offended, to be a sensitive, to be, I don't know, worked over mentally. These things fall into our heads. These things fall into play. All those times that we were told we couldn't do something or that we could do something became what we did. And we're not, we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to be, I don't know, we're not supposed to be locked into anything we don't want. If you work a nine to five and you're absolutely ecstatic to get into work and to meet your co-workers and to talk to your boss and to do whatever it is you do at the office amazing because at the end of the day it's not about money it's about happiness but somewhere along the way we lost it somewhere along the way i don't want to say we lost our happiness because happiness does exist everywhere i can say that you know the majority of my audience has questions and these are the questions that i'm talking about today why is it why is it that that a summer is spent working. I mean, I don't mean like, why do I have to go to work? I mean, in our minds and the way we get set up and the way we do things, we wake up, we follow a pattern, we commit to a pattern and we go back to bed. We are literally on autopilot. Our minds are on autopilot. And when that happens, the creativity has gone, isn't it? The creativity just kind of goes away. Now, everything can change around us, and we grow, and we adapt, and we change with the times. But we forget that we've done that, and we we adapt so quickly that it's like we haven't had the opportunity to, 
understand where we've gone, what we've done. And a lot of us won't even really look back and, and assess where we've been and what we've seen and what we've done and what we've truly accomplished. This stems again into depression. A lot of the time, you know, we find ourselves depressed over what we don't have. Not understanding where we've come from and what we do have. I mean, imagine looking over a mountain of accomplishments and saying, I don't have that one thing. I'm really upset. You know, we get there. We get there. So the funny thing about all this, you know, this this wonderful intro is we get stuck in our own minds thinking about our own things. And someone once said to me, there is no one version of you. And now this this kind of, or there is no actual version of you. You know, who you think you are isn't who you are, but it is who you are. And what I mean by that is, you know, we get so wrapped up in absolutely everything that we do and everything that we think and everything that we observe and everything that we reflect upon and everything that we engage with and try to adjust or, uh, you know, put our spin on that we don't understand that every single person that you've ever encountered and every single person that has ever met you has an opinion of you. And what does that mean? That means that you're a different person to every single person. So there is no one you. So the person that you think you're trying to defend or the person that you think you're trying to be is your version of you. But every single person out there has a different version of you, has a different opinion of you, had different desires for you, thought you were going to do something different, thought you were going to do this, that, and the other thing. Hell, you could have you could have cut somebody off in traffic, and that person will forever hate you. And we have a hard time with that. You know, we have a hard time being hated. We have a hard time thinking we're a bad person. But I can assure you that no matter how much of a saint you are, in somebody's story, you're the bad guy. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And anyone listening to this right now can think back to any one instance and be like, yeah, I really, I could see how I'm the bad guy in that scenario, in that situation. So everyone that views you and everyone that observes you has a different opinion of you. And if that's the case, then what are your opinions of other people? Your opinions of other people are your opinions. Your opinion of yourself is your opinion. Yet we control our lives and we do what we do under the guise of the image that we must absolutely maintain, which is fabricated entirely inside our own heads. Because no matter how hard you work on creating your personal brand and your personal image, it's yours. People out there will only ever see you from their comprehension and from their understanding and from their experiences and from whatever made them them. The same goes for you. The same goes for me. The same goes for everybody I look at. The same goes for for us. Our worlds are all very unique, yet we share them with everyone. So what you think you think is what you're thinking. But what you think they think is simply just you thinking about what they think, which is also yours, your creation, your world, your understanding, your comprehension. And I tie this back in with the kids, you know, The kids don't know yet. The kids don't know. When we were kids, we didn't know. When we were going from grade 7 to grade 8, we didn't know. We didn't have the same experience. Actually, that brought me into another thought. I was having a conversation with one of my builders. Um, He's 21 years old, and he's going through hell. And he made a change, and he made a shift, and he's a rock star. The kid's got talent coming out of his ass. 
when you get stuck into a rut, a rut that you can think back in your mind at 21 years old, you can think back in your mind that's lasted four years. At 21, that's a quarter of your life, right? But at 40, a four-year gap is a, is a, is a blip. <laughs> it, it took four years for me to get out of the mess that I dug myself into, sure. right? But that's a blip on the radar of, of somebody who's 40. Imagine somebody who's 70. Imagine what they can look back and say, four years. Are you kidding me? That man, you could, you, 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 a pair of shoes will last you four years. What are you talking about? You know, we, to make great change and to do great things, you have to uh, accentuate, think about, create long term. But when you're 20 years old, four years is everything, which is kind of why everything's so absolutely important. <laughs> to the high school kids, you know, and to the to the younger generation, you know, anyone you talk to anybody that's under 25 and it's amazing how important everything is when you when they don't even realize that 5 years from now they won't remember what what what's going on at all period. There's no point of it. Well, there is a point of it. The point is you have to experience it. Anyway, I feel like I'm talking in circles, but when we go back to how we thought and what we did, we had we didn't have the experience to understand timelines. We didn't have the experience to understand, you know, work to the to do to understand anything. We knew that two months was massive. Two months where there was no school, two months in the summertime when the weather was great, two months of being with your friends and not having to be at school and not having to have this commitment. Two months is is a lifetime. Two months is a lifetime when you're 12 years old, when you're 13 years old. Two months now is the blink of an eye. So it took me about 15 minutes to get here. <laughs> but what I wanted to say was you have all the time in the world. And if you take a month off, you now get to experience that month. You now get to regroup, refresh, prepare your brain for what's next. And it's a blink of an eye. But when you're in it and when you're doing it and when you're experiencing it and when you're loving it and when you're spending time with family and when you're spending time with loved ones and when you're spending time with the kids and you're experiencing the world again through the eyes of the youth, well, it's amazing. People now could say, if I took a month off, everything would go to hell. Imagine if you took a month off of your job and off of your paycheck and off of your this and off of your that. You take a month off and you think to yourself, if I did that, if I just simply stopped doing everything, it would all be gone in one month. Now that's an exaggeration. I'm sure, however, taking a month off would hurt a lot of people. But remember when we were kids. Remember Two months, July and August, was a literal lifetime. And if you need to regroup, and if you're so close to the edge right now that, that taking a month off would decimate you, and if you're, in a, if you're in a state of mind and if you're in a practice where life is so good that taking a month off would be ridiculous, well, good. Good for you. And that's amazing. But be aware that, that months are passing by. And months when we were kids were lifetimes. And months now are, are blinks. How many times? I mean, the only month that lasts forever is February. And we can all attest to that. You know, it's crazy when, when December rolls around and January rolls around. You're like, wow, those months went by pretty quickly. And then February comes around. And it takes like eight years to get past February. 
because there's nothing. It's ice cold. It's it's even even in the the more tropical places. It's still rainy. It's still crappy. There's nothing going on. It's dismal. There's no daylight. You know, to a degree, depending on where you are, obviously. But remember, as you're progressing and as you're moving and as you're doing things, that what you think is important is what you think is important. The story that you tell yourself and the story that you commit to is your story. What I really like about this podcast is I've actually got a list of notes, things that I wanted to talk about. And I didn't get to any of them. But I think that this one point um, was good enough. This one point was was proper enough to sort of drag out, to talk about, um, and, and to really to really caress. It's time. It's time. The point that I'm making throughout all of this is time. If you don't have the ability or if you don't have the time or if you feel that you're stressed out, stop. Stop everything. Take a look around. Assess where you are, what you're doing. Assess the importance of what you're doing. Assess the damage that you've created for yourself right away. The debt that you've put yourself in. Assess what you think you want. Assess what you think you need. Ask yourself why you think you need what you think you need. Ask yourself if you're underappreciated. Ask yourself if you're overappreciated. Ask yourself if you're trying hard enough. Ask yourself if you're doing enough. Address yourself. Talk to yourself. Be one with yourself and take time for yourself. Because nobody cares. Nobody other than you cares as much about you as you. And that's what you need to be in touch with. That's what you need to be in tune with. Everything you've ever done. It's like if let's talk about this for let's put it into the analogy of a car. Imagine you've got a car. And it's a 1986 Ford Mustang. We're just going to go with that arbitrarily because I think I saw one recently. Now, a 1986 Ford Mustang uh, was a beautiful car back then, maybe in 87. I don't know. What was it? 89 was the 25th anniversary. I don't know why I know that. I think because one of my friends had one. But that was a beautiful car. A 1989 Ford Mustang 5 liter with that throaty engine. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody loved that car. There's a bunch of you laughing right now because you've got it pictured in your head. So your life right now, you are a 1989 Ford Mustang, 5 liter, fast. But you haven't been doing oil changes regularly. You haven't been keeping up with the engine. You're, you're not quite in tune. You need a, desperately need a tune-up. That car needs new tires. It could certainly use a couple of proper brake lines done on it, and the front end's got a bit of rust. But remember when it was beautiful? Oh boy, was it ever beautiful. And who should pull up next to you but one of your best friends? Guess what they're driving? A 1989 5 liter 25th anniversary Ford Mustang. Mint condition. Absolutely mint. This car has been babied since day one. And he says, hey, let's race. So you step on the gas. He blows you out of the water. Your car's on fire backwards and in a ditch. It's the same car. They both started out the same. They were both identically rolled off the lot the same. But somebody paid a little bit more attention to the car and put a little bit more work and effort into the car. You didn't. Oops. We are that car. Maybe not that car. Some of us can be Pintos. Some of us can be Fiats. Some of us can be Ferraris. All of us need maintenance. And if we aren't taking the time to to properly maintain ourselves... How are we supposed to win any races at all? So if you think that 
taking a little bit of time off or to yourself or creating time or making time, making time in your already busy schedule, saying no to people, not going out, focusing on you, reading a book, any of this, any of this is what you need. This is the maintenance that's going to keep us going and keep us happy and keep us revving and keep us racing and keep us playing with our friends. Now, we know 20 years from now, a 1989 Mustang, no matter how well-maintained it is, isn't going to race, you know, a brand new car. Things don't keep up that way. But when you maintain them, they can certainly keep up with their own. They can certainly keep up with their kind, and they can certainly beat some of the newer cars. They can't beat them all. But why not be the best possible prepared that you can be? And remember, everything you think you think is just you thinking. So when you want to address who you are, when you want to address what you're capable of, when you want to address what you can achieve, focus in on you. Focus in on what you've done. Focus in on on all the good. Focus in, even focus in on all the bad. We've all got chapters of our lives that we don't talk about. See how far you've come since you said, you know what, enough is enough. And that could be quitting smoking, that could be quitting drinking, that could be quitting socializing with people that make you feel bad, anyone that undervalues you, a job that you left that you hated, any of these things. How far have you come? How far are you going to go? Because you're not done yet. And that's the neat thing. Every single day we wake up is an opportunity to start fresh. And that sounds cliche, but it's absolutely true. And it's miraculous. Anyway. That's it for me for today. Thanks again, guys. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.